0: straw Hat media
1: when i start to create a video i am so excited to share this extension of myself through these characters and these scenes of movies that have really inspired me throughout my life i think when i was younger i tried to hide a side of myself that might have been more feminine but now I'm so proud of that part of me and every other part of me as well and putting a wig on and looking in the camera and feeling great and feeling proud of who I am only makes making these videos even more special to me.
0: Brzezinski is an actor, singer, dancer, comedian, and the unofficial CEO of Smiles. You probably know him as the guy on TikTok with the really cool mustache, who posts videos recreating iconic moments from film and television. From the Legally Blonde Harvard application video to the Jingle Bell Rock performance from Mean Girls, Julian is an expert at taking a classic scene and reimagining it so the audience feels like this is the first time they've seen it. His smile is contagious, and his perfectly styled costumes and wigs keep fans coming back to his page for more. Today, Julian is here to talk about how television became a refuge from teenage bullying and the global pandemic, and how he turned his passion for movies into a creative outlet, one where he can embrace the masculine and feminine sides of himself. I'm Julian Brzezinski, and this is Pride. Julian's videos have become a beacon of joy and an escape for so many people from the harsh reality of the pandemic that still plagues the world today. And that's exactly why he started making the videos, to escape reality. And I
1: decided to just start making these these videos and recreating these movies, not only using my craft as an actor, but also to maybe help other people smile during this tough time and maybe have that feeling of safety for others, even if it's just a short form one minute video, just to like bring that laughter or distraction from what's happening during that
0: day. Julian graduated from Elon University in North Carolina with a degree in musical theater in 2017. Shortly after college, he worked as an entertainer on a Norwegian cruise line for a year, and then as a Shakespearean backup dancer for another year in the musical, Something Rotten. In 2019, he moved to the Big Apple, New York City.
1: So I was really lucky to have those two years of performing as well as traveling. And once I got back to the city, I started doing fitness. Instructing, just kind of taking a personal, you know, starting my life with friends and relationships and things like that, like being like in one place at one time. And once I started auditioning again, after I had like uh, five months, kind of around December, from August to December, I kind of like was going out, I was um, dating, I was doing all this stuff. And then I started auditioning again, and I was finding myself walking into these rooms, and I was struggling because I was like putting on a character
0: before putting on a character in the room. For years, Julian struggled with embracing both the feminine and masculine sides of himself. In school, he was bullied and called names for being different from the other kids.
1: I grew up in a suburb of Chicago, and I had a really hard time with bullying and um, being feminine and being different, and no one really understood that where I was. And I would come home, and thankfully, I and luckily, I have such an amazing, supportive family, including my parents, my two sisters. And I would come home, and um, you know, take take refuge with them, and just in that feeling of not really telling them what was happening, but just feeling okay to be myself again. Um, whereas in
0: school, I wasn't able to do that. Years later, Julian was still walking into auditions with his mindset that he had to be masculine enough for the casting directors to choose him.
1: When I was walking in the room, I wasn't being Julian because that's not what I felt they wanted or what I was hearing that they wanted, right? like more of a masculine or the leading man or that pressure to be you know um in the industry like in school and things telling you to be yourself but then also not wearing a tight jean or a flamboyant shirt but be yourself at the same time (laughs) so i was struggling because i had such an amazing time um starting my life in new york city and meeting fabulous people and exploring my queerness and and everything around me and just like really, really letting that breathe um, since being in one place at one time.
0: And I was struggling. Only one thing really helped him distract himself from the cruel world around him.
1: I would go downstairs and put on movies and TV shows where it made me feel safe or it made me feel It made me forget about the day that was had with the names that were called, or you know, everything that was happening. And I would get lost in these stories and these characters, and that's where my love for performing came from. And I just felt safe and like things were gonna get better.
0: So when the pandemic hit in March of 2020 and Julian's career was put on hold, he reverted to his high school days and found salvation once again in his favorite fictional characters. And
1: as I was watching those movies and TV shows, as well as the news, you know, it it kept on um, becoming larger and larger and um, pushing back timelines and things like that. I was taken back to a place where I also turned to movies, and TV shows for a feeling of safety. Um, And it was like this feeling of nostalgia because in those moments when I was watching TV and movies, I forgot about everything
0: that was going on. One of the films Julian found himself replaying over and over was the 1999 classic Never Been Kissed, starring Drew Barrymore. She has
1: such a journey, but at the end, you know, she she finds that arc happens and it's like in that, two hours of a movie, right? It it becomes better and I was like, maybe my movie is just a little longer than two hours. So in this time where I was feeling stuck again, these movies (laughs) reminded me that there is more, um, that life is not done, right? The story is still continuing. And it just made me feel so much better just like it did when I was younger. So I kind of decided to make these fantasies that I was so enthralled with a reality.
0: If you've seen one of Julian's skits, you know this isn't your average TikTok video. They feel like a full Hollywood production from the costumes, wigs, camera angles, and lighting. But behind the scenes, it's just Julian, a closet full of costumes and a ring light. Luckily, I majored in music
1: theater so I Loved a theme party in college, so I have a bunch of costumes and a bunch of wigs. And I also do um, experiment a lot with fashion so a lot of you know skirts and dresses I did have already
0: because they were daily wear. So he started posting his videos online. and unsurprisingly, people love them. probably because you feel Julian's passion for these films in his delivery of every character, even the basic characters in the back that no one ever thinks about.
1: It is a recreation, but I think it's an extension of myself too. I like to think that I bring a lot to, of myself to these characters, but these characters are all a part of me because what <laughs> the movies and the, the scenes that I'm doing are ones that really mean a lot to me and that have helped me have sculpted who I am now in confidence and like um,
0: a lot of just who I am. When Julian is creating a scene, he brings his own experiences into his acting to help elevate the emotions he's trying to portray. And with the emotions we've all been feeling for the last year and a half, it's not hard for Julian to find inspiration.
1: Since the beginning has been a moment of the day that I can really just put my emotions and like put myself in something that could make me feel better. Like it gives that same feeling of, Some people, it's running, like if I go on a run for however long I feel better afterwards, if I make a video and I really just put how I'm feeling that day into it, whether it be sad, whether it be funny, um, it makes me feel so much better. So a lot of it is technique and things that I've learned in school, but a lot of it also is what is happening in the world right now. And just trying to connect with audiences on you know social platforms that might be feeling that way too and really just making sure nobody feels alone in whatever emotion um, they are feeling because every emotion is valid always but especially in this time um, that we are in that we never know what's happening what's gonna happen next and yeah just really relating to everybody's
0: day. In addition to escaping reality, Julian's also living out a fantasy. The scenes he chooses to recreate are the ones we all dream of playing in our own lives when we're watching the films, like walk down like the high school hallway like in slow motion,
1: or like a makeover scene like in *Miss Congeniality* or the *Lizzie McGuire* movie where they try on all the clothes and everything like that. Where it's it's such a when you're
0: watching those, it is such an escape. we come back, creating Julian's first video, School Bullies and Why the Mustache is Here to Stay. Welcome back. Today we're talking with online personality, Julian Brzezinski, about turning his love for movies into a safe space online. The idea for Julian's first video came to him when he was binge watching TV during the lockdown.
1: I was actually with my parents in their apartment and because, again, we didn't know how long everything was going. So my dad was working in the living room, and then I had a room, and then it was my parents' room. So we were in
0: pretty tight quarters. Julian was watching Pretty Wild, an American reality TV show that follows the lives of two socialite sisters as they attempt to make it in Hollywood. And I had just watched that episode of...
1: The iconic, you know, $29 um, when she's calling Nancy Joe. To
0: court with my tweed skirt when I wore four inch little brown BB shoes. $29! Every time f- hell, I have to re record it! Nancy Joe. This is Lexus Night.
1: Nice. That was a iconic TV show that I found through the Bling Ring because that's what the, the movie was based off of. So, I think I started watching it again. And that's where I was like, Mom, we have to do this. I came to her I was like, do you want to do this? I was like, do you have a pink jacket? And she was like, yeah, yeah. OK, let's do this. Let's do this. So we started doing it. And it's so funny to look back at because our lip syncs and breath and everything that like really has come such a long way it's so funny because we're like a second. We're both listening for it happening. We're like, and then the line comes. So we actually re recreated that not too long ago. This last winter, I believe, um, and it just is so funny to see the, the growth. But. That's really where it started and I fell, again, fell in love with it, I was like, okay, I can do this. And then it just like became more and more extensive um, where I was like, oh cool, this is what I can do with like a phone and a ring
0: light and a wig and cut these certain things. It became a routine for Julian and his mother during quarantine. While Julian's dad would take business calls in the living room, they would watch movies and brainstorm their next skit
1: in the bedroom. And my dad was like laughing so hard my mom and my dad i remember them being on the couch and i was in my room and they were cackling like actually (laughs) came out i was like what and they were just like watching it on repeat and my dad was just like loving it and then he was like you know where's mine when are we doing one with me and i was like okay yeah yeah we we're gonna do this so that became like me and my mom's daily activity like in in my room or in her room and then sometimes, it's so funny, my dad would be on Zoom calls and he'd be like, can you keep it down? We're like, oh, sorry, 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 like trying to turn it down and like, but then at the end he was like, right, directly being like, let me see it, let me see it, let me see it. As soon as work is done, he's like, let me see it now. (laughs) And we're like, yeah, amazing. So that really set it off and then with the wigs and such and the costumes, I kind of just got more and more into it and these you know ideas that I can make it as as close as possible. It's so funny to look back, some of the wig lines are absolutely atrocious. <laughs> I have one that is like down in my forehead and I'm like, oh Julian. Um, but it's all part of the journey. But I fell in love with you know the angles, the lighting, the the nuances of the the breathing the background and everything like that. So as soon as I, you know, had that spark in my brain, it all, like,
0: kept rolling along. Julian's little passion project, spurred from boredom, quickly became a full-time gig, and he was living for it. And
1: I, I think the journey continues, but just like finding that love for for not only creating these videos, but also the like, the wig styling, the costumes, the makeup, the lighting, the setting, and everything like that. It's like, wow, this really is such a, it has so many layers, which I've so fallen in love with, but it's been like a challenge for myself getting to know each of those facets and then combining them into one, which has been like super special. And I, I love that I have had that opportunity to, to explore.
0: Since his first video, Julian's parents still make appearances in his skits. But it's primarily him, playing multiple characters. That means when he picks another badass female protagonist to portray, he's the one wearing the wig and the miniskirt. And that's how he likes it. I love women
1: and so, so much. And I think my attraction to that strength is stems through my family. I have the most amazing father, but I have also my mom and my two sisters who are so incredibly strong and inspiring to me. And growing up, they were, you know, my best friends. And not only them, but seeing, you know, like Britney Spears or Drew Barrymore or these people who I really felt like I connected with. It was that feminine side when I was younger that I was curious about I didn't I didn't really know but I was like I, I connect with these powerful women. Like what is what does that mean? And I think that's where the infatuation came from is just like how strong and powerful these actresses were and are today,
0: as well as my mom and my sisters. Julian's passion for women-led films helped him to embrace his feminine side. But more importantly, he found a balance between his femininity and his masculinity where that signature mustache, it fits into his skits. You know, as the
1: years have gone on, I am so in love with women and the strength that they all pertain that the mustache now with these characters lets me know and in these scenes that I can be glitter and wigs and dresses one day and a t-shirt and shorts the next day.
0: It doesn't stop who I am. Many people have tried to assume characteristics about Julian just by seeing the mustache, especially when it comes to his voice. And
1: it's so interesting because it's like, oh, you see something and that's what you think. Or What did they expect? that's what I always say <laughs> I'm like what do you expect and they're like oh I don't uh, you know maybe something deeper and I'm like uh, you know okay <laughs> because because of the mustache is so I'm like what but to me it is again an extension of me and just like letting it be so fluid and masculinity and femininity and you know when and when people comment too, like the mustache just appears. it's like There you go. It's not, it's through the artist storytelling. It's not just like what meets the eye. It's the feeling that somebody can watch something and, and get that feeling rather than just looking at somebody and thinking this is what it's gonna be.
0: When Julian decided to share his passion project online, he exposed his little sanctuary to the possibilities of online bullying. But even with nearly 2 million people following him on TikTok, His comment section has stayed relatively clear of negative remarks. I don't know if the algorithm is
1: working in my favor or anybody else's, but, you know, it is difficult reading comments that, understanding why somebody would comment the things that they do. And in the beginning, I was worried about it for sure, but in that time, I kinda had this moment of like what is there to lose kind of thing and I have worked so hard to not let other people's thoughts mean anything to me anymore I still you know here and there have some but no one or what they have to say about me is going to disrupt my dream or my fantasy you know there's no talking during the movies (laughs) and they won't they won't harsh that
0: but Julian still has reservations when it comes to what he'll post online. His page is pretty much absent of any updates on his personal life, and that was on purpose. I do love to share
1: about myself um, and about my life, but I also find the disconnection has really been beneficial for me because I share I share these works of, that I create to create joy and things like that, but also have my own personal private life.
0: Julian says he worries that if he shares too much of his personal life online, it might pop the bubble.
1: If comments on videos or creations, um, really not letting that, but if it's in a personal way or anything like that, I wouldn't want that to bring um, a negative thought in my mind about creating or about being um, on these platforms.
0: Like when people comment about, oh, you, I didn't expect your voice to sound that way or whatever.
1: Exactly, comments like that, where it's like, it does take you back into a place where it's, no matter how much work you have done for yourself, it takes you somewhere that maybe won't affect the entire day, but for that little moment, you're just like, shake it off, just like let it go. And to me, it is, a, it is a struggle I have like in my mind, cause there are times where I like, I, I record something and I'm like, and it's about the day and I'm like, is it lending to helping others smile or having that brightness in the day? Like I said, it is about connecting. So that's a difficult question because I think I'm still toying with that in my mind too. And that is a fear where it's like sharing a more personal side of myself and the creation of these videos side of myself as well. My passion for performing and things like that. So I, I don't know if I've really <laughs> found the answer to that yet. But I think it's important to use your voice on, on those platforms for things that are happening around the world and things that... Um, need to happen and staying up to date with being just the best person you can be and using your platform and your voice for good.
0: At the end of the day, Julian said the only thing standing in the way of sharing his creativity online is himself, which is something he's always working through. I did burlesque
1: once and the Sometimes cutting and editing the film, it can get so off and you're so far along or there are times where I, you know, judge myself looking at myself so much in the camera that I'm like, I can't do it. Like, I don't I don't feel it today. (laughs) It's not it. So I know I've learned that um, I need to it won't it won't be good unless I pause it and come back to it another day where I'm feeling better about it because I have tried to push through and I just get super frustrated with myself. And I also am a perfectionist now with them. So it does take me longer because I want it to be as, as precise and as in my eyes, the best that I can be. Um, but there are days I,
0: I definitely pause. I pause and come back to it. Despite his many followers who eagerly request the creator to make more videos, there are times where Julian doubts if his work is even any good. And there have been a few times
1: where I will, you know, one will take a lot of time and it won't do well, um, or a lot of people won't see it, but I'm, I'm super excited about it. I'm like, oh, this is going to be amazing. Like, so many people will like this, and... Um, just like in that thought process, we're so excited to connect with others about that love for that scene or that movie. And it doesn't. And in those moments, that was in the beginning more as well, that I just have to remember that I escaped doing these, right? To, to find the joy. It's not about the, the numbers or the likes or the views, but it's about that main feeling that I started doing these for was to have that escape for the day for me, as well as creating... Um, a space where others can feel safe and smile or laugh or feel feel like they can escape from the day they are having. And I just keep that with me now and it 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 makes me feel better.
0: I think that's also important for people to remember because they can watch them and maybe it only takes 60 seconds to watch it and you're like, oh, that was so good. But you don't think about like, oh, that took hours. And then you flipped out one day and we're like, I have to fix this tomorrow. I can't even look at it. I don't like how I look. So I think that's important for people to remember is like in pandemic land, a lot of people have taken on new projects or learning how to do things. And it can be so disappointing or stressful when you're halfway along something and it's not coming out right. So that like pursuit for perfection, it's nice that you can look at them and be like, Hopefully this makes someone happy. Publish it.
1: Right. Yeah. I, that, And that's what, no matter how many people it is, I always want just, even if it affects one person, that is incredible to me. Because like you said, some, you know, some comments and I appreciate them all. I like really every, everybody who supports and um, watches or loves the videos, or even if they don't, um, I appreciate it. It's changed my life.
0: Since Julian posted his first video, a lot has changed.
1: Yes, I actually moved to LA in the end of May with my best friend. And it really was timing. She was going and I, we had a, discussed it and everything was happening. But I just decided, you know, like, why not, kind of? And I'm so happy because I, to come out here with her, because I don't think I would. out here alone it just like felt like the right
0: time with pandemic restrictions lifting across the country and julian exploring a new state he realized he doesn't have as much free time to create TikTok videos i still feel like i am dreaming like getting to make
1: these videos and as as things open up more like one of my favorite things to do is go to the movie theater and that and see movies there and that itself is just like inspiration because I am so thankful for social media and I, I wanna keep creating and um, growing as well, but that doesn't mean my journey as a performer, you know, in, in musicals or a TV show or a movie of my own someday. So I think it is, I've, I've learned a lot of balance this summer, of trying to work, and also explore life again. Um, But a lot of my inspiration now comes from getting to explore life again in a safe, the safest way possible. Uh, Meeting new people, hearing what, you know, scenes they love or movies they love because I have found, I've gotten to watch so many movies that I hadn't seen, thankfully to other people who have requested and I was like, I found so many awesome, awesome scenes that I never would have thought of because of everybody else. So it definitely has been a test of balance, but I think I'm finally like on my two feet where I I, I do my work, I get to create these amazing videos and then also explore in a safe way, whatever is possible in this um, amazing city that I am new to.
0: For Julian, there's no going back to how life was before the pandemic. I
1: never would have thought so much good would have come out of that time alone but I don't know if I would have sat with myself and asked or listened to things that I probably had pushed away for so long in that time alone so many insecurities and past thoughts and things that still crept into my mind even in those auditions or in a daily life that I could sit and think what is the root of that and kind of work through it and these videos really helped with that too, is that I, this is a part of me that is me. I was trying to fit into a space, but in the end, what I needed to do was create my own space because I don't need to fit into any other space, but just create a space that anybody is welcome into. I don't have to fit in any other bubble or type or anything like that. So, so much good came out of it, but I did not expect it.
0: To see what iconic scene Julian will create next, you can follow him on Instagram at Julian Cookies or TikTok as Julian Berzinski. That's B-U-R-Z-Y-N-S-K-I. is a production of Straw Hut Media. If you like the show, leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Then follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Pride, and tune in weekly for new episodes. Be sure to share this episode with your friends and subscribe for more stories from amazing queer people. If you'd like to connect with me, you can follow me everywhere at Levi Chambers. This episode was shot by my mom, Kathy Watts. Pride is produced by me, Levi Chambers, Maggie Bowles, Ryan Tillotson, Caitlin McDaniel, and Brandon Marlowe. Edited by Silvana Alcala and Daniel Ferreira. Sound mixing by Silvana Alcala. I'm going to add one to your list then. I love Titanic. It's like my jam.
1: That one is, I have that heart of the ocean and the black robe and (laughs) the taking off.
0: And then you got to do the hand. You're going to have to recreate the hand, the whole (laughs) shebang. I can't draw, so I'll, I'll print out. Yeah.